What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. And we've got another good week for you. Game one of the World Series happening tonight. We wrapped up week six of the NFL last night. We're going to kick it off talking a little baseball. We're going to talk our World Series predictions. I will start things off because I never really start things off with these. And I'm going to go ahead and say that the Dodgers are not going to get it done again this year. They get there all the time. They just can never get it done. I don't think they're going to get it done this year either. Uh, I'm picking the Rays in seven games to win this one. I think Glass now goes out and pitches a gem tonight, gives them a 1-0 lead. It's going to go 1-1. It's going to be 2-2. It's going to be 3-3. They're going to trade games back and forth, I think, and it's going to go seven, and then the Rays are going to pull it off in seven. I do not think Kershaw pitches great tonight either. Me and Tony were talking about that in the chat before. I do not think Kershaw pitches well tonight. Um, and yeah, so we're raising seven. This is his thing. Like he get he gets worse as he goes deeper into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He used to yep, be just bad in, in, in the playoffs at any point, and then he had a few good years where he showed up in the early rounds, and now he hasn't. He's been gr- not good in the World Series, right? Or the ALC and LCS, I should say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, history—that's the trend until someone changes it, and until he changes it. Um, but it's it's significant to their significant uh, favorites at minus one sixty, and we know Glassdown is a very good pitcher. So why is that the case? To trick people, so yeah, the trick people. Love, people love because Kershaw. they lost at minus two twenty. They've lost games as a minus two twenty no, favorite. Of course, you can lose anything, but I'm saying you have two great pitchers. One is I think I may have found it because the Rays do not hit him well. They're combined. The batters in the lineup today are combined eight of eight of fifty two for him. Eight 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 for fifty two against Kershaw are the batters that have faced him. Um, yeah, but uh, Rosarena, Diaz, Wendell, they've never faced him. I mean, No, they haven't, but uh, I mean, I I think to put this game as a foregone conclusion is a mistake because um, I, I just think Kershaw, I don't, he gave up four runs in five plus innings his last game. You look at the stats, it's a bad game. He pitched a very good game, actually. He went, or it was six innings and something like that. Yeah, yeah, a couple good. of errors. Uh, it was a, and he went five innings with with giving with going one run. So I think if you're getting deeper in a game and Kershaw gets in trouble, I think you're gonna have a short leash by um, by Roberts because he knows if it's going downhill late in the fifth, sixth, seventh inning, get him out, get his good quality start in, and get our. They both have outstanding pens. I like the Rays better personally, but. I think the I Dodgers think pen's been touched up more this this postseason. It has been touched up more this postseason, but they actually had the number one pen in the regular season, which is yes. surprising. But um, I think if you know if he gives up like two hits in the sixth, let's say, and he's cruising, I think he's out. I think they're just going to get him out right away. Um, I like any sign of trouble. He doesn't have the benefit of the doubt to leave him in. I think you got to put the pen in, and your best um, pitcher, whether you know for stranding runners a strikeout pitcher whether it's a joe kelly someone like that bring him in and put out the fire um or at least try to because 
after the last game he was cruising and then that he gave up hit after hit after hit and then you know he's got a crooked number in the sixth and then it ruins it kind of ruins his start so um i i am going to take the dodgers with that being said um people listen to my picks i picked the i picked the lakers in six i picked the the yankees to lose to the rays in five i picked the what was the other one i picked the dodgers in seven when they were down 2-0, ballsy, ballsy, I got them. Um, <laughs> and I'm going with with Dodgers in six. That That's my pick. Um, I think the Dodgers starting pitching and the length of that starting pitching over a series is going to— I mean, pitching is great on both sides. But when you're running out, I think Kershaw will pitch very well. I'm kind of in the middle between you and Tony, Tom. I think he'll go five and two-thirds, two innings, because the Rays lineup isn't scary— I like Wendell a lot. I think every team means a Joey Wendell. I think he's like the most underrated player in baseball. Um, I, I is incredible. Margot is playing great. It's not a scary lineup, not to say that he can't score runs, but um, that's where I think the Dodgers definitely have the advantage, advantages in the hitting department. So, and when you're running out Kershaw, Bueller, you got uh, Dustin May, you got Gonsolin, who's pitched outstanding. You got Urias. You have such a. You have so many arms, and these guys can go deep. Unlike the Rays, the Rays go four or five innings. They're out. Get the pen in, and over a long series, that can hurt you. That can hurt you. Um, you know, with with using up a bunch of those arms, I think you know we're gonna see guys like Walker Bueller go six, seven innings and really protect their pen, their 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 pen. Um, and yeah, I mean, th- it is concerning though. Bellinger has the dislocated shoulder. He says he's fine. We'll see. Um, that's a little bit of... I think he'll be all right, but that's a little bit of an enigma injury-wise. But, I mean, they're in the Dodgers' defense between Bellinger, Betts, it's outstanding. Yeah, I yeah don't hit anything to right runs. field. Yeah, don't they, hit anything to right field when you're right playing Right or the center. Dodgers. I mean, they just... I mean, they're... I think Bellinger's robbed two this postseason. I think... I think Bets was three. I mean, it's it's absurd. If you're gonna hit a home run, you gotta hit it 30 feet over the fence. So they're really, really well rounded. The Dodgers, and I know they've lost two World Series. I believe this is their third and fourth years. Four years. Um, I'm fine with either winning it. I some fans look fuck the Dodgers. Uh, relax. The Dodgers. Whatever, like, why do Mets fans hate the Dodgers? I don't get it. Because that slide, remember that slide like five years ago against Ruben Tejada? You guys remember that dirty slide by the Dodger? I think it was Chase Utley. It was Chase Utley in the playoff oh, game. Yeah. It was in the it was in the NLDS. Chase Utley uh, when he was on the Dodgers slid into um, Ruben Tejada and like completely like tore his shit. And like people were like, oh, like so upset. Like Ruben Tejada was fucking terrible. He was terrible. I he was just he, he just like wasn't on the team like the following year like I don't really care no offense about you Ruben Dada like I'm not gonna hold a grudge against Chase Utley and the Dodgers if anything when Chase Utley I I'm fine with either it's not the Yankees and it's not the Astros so I'm good yeah honestly I'm the, I'm the same way um I don't really particularly care who wins uh part of me like I don't really have like anything against the Dodgers but you know part as a Yankee fan you know. Obviously, the Yankees and Dodgers came into the season as, you know, the two teams who were going to meet in the World Series, two best teams on paper. 
So it would kind of be like, ah, I, you know, the Yankees obviously not living up to that. It would be like, fuck, you know, Dodgers lived up to the hype and the Yankees didn't. Um, and there's also the element of it makes you feel a little better when you lose to the eventual champion. It's like, okay, well, we ran into, you know, the team that turned out to be the best team. Um, yeah. So I guess from a, a fan point of view, that would be um, that would be tough to tough to swallow, but. Honestly, at the end of the day, I, I I don't really I don't really mind. Um, I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go reluctantly with Dodgers in seven. Um, this Rays team is is to me is too fun and had too much heart, and you know Rosarino have a bad game and hit two home runs, so you know I, they've just been too hot um, to to go completely by the wayside. But the Dodgers come into this game regular season and playoffs included with the number one in runs scored and number one in runs allowed. So they're legit. I mean, on paper, the stats back it up. They're, they're the best team in baseball. Any way you slice it, any way you measure it, um, by the eye test, by the numbers, by the stats record, whatever you want to do. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think the Rays will put up a good fight. I think it'll be a great series, but if I had to put my money somewhere, I'll take the Dodgers in seven. Tonight, I mean, I'd I love to know. get. I'd love to get seven. I, I mean, yeah. I feel like all of us were kind of. I mean, other than Tommy's betting, betting trends, I think we're just like kind of sitting back and like you know just want to see good baseball. And yeah. to your point, Dave, the Dodgers are clearly the best team, and the Rays have been the best team in the American League. Yeah. So in a year where we've had so many abnormalities with the teams like the Marlins. Even the Orioles had a good stretch, and you know you have these quote-unquote shitty, crappy teams sneaking into the playoffs, and you know really good you know teams like the Yankees not really getting their footing due to injuries in the short season. The two best teams in baseball, pretty much, yeah, no, the two best teams in baseball are in the World Series, and yeah. we've we've been talking all you know off season and year, you know, is it going to be a real champion? Is it going to be a real champion? Oh, it's going to be a legit champion, regardless. Like we've had an yeah. amazing MLB playoffs. We've had both series in the in the DS in the in the championship series went seven games. Everyone really deserved to be there. Um, even the Astros came down, came back from three zero and and lost seven. Like that was a fantastic series, and we thought it was going to be a blowout. But you um, see, to me, like uh, regardless of all the negative connotation around the Astros, like to me, I would have a hard time recognize I know what they did I know if they had made the World Series and won the World Series like obviously that's an accomplishment to beat all those teams in the playoffs but anyone can get hot for a stretch especially when you have the talent like they do they shouldn't have been in the playoffs they they were gifted a playoff berth at two games under 500 because of this wacky season they shouldn't have sniffed the pl- a playoff berth let alone winning games in the playoffs I understand yeah, it's then, impressive I mean- but it's like the it's like the Seahawk thing with the Marshawn Lynch run game against the Saints, where they were they the Seahawks won their division at seven and nine, they were only in five hundred, and then you know that game when Marshawn went on that crazy run, they beat the Saints who were like fourteen and two that year, at thirteen and three, you know, and 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 you know I think they I I'm trying to think I don't know how far they went, but they won a few games out of it. I mean, you know that's just how it goes sometimes. I mean we had expanded playoffs. Yeah, that's fair, you know, but like you know, in that instance, that's that's how it is. You know, that's they won their division. That's that's how every sport, every division winner makes the playoffs, no matter what it is. Yeah, no, I I, I know that, but 
you know, in, in regards to having, you know, they're both not have, not quality teams, or arguably not, for argument's sake, not quality teams because they're both behind below five. In a normal season, yes, they wouldn't have made it, but I mean, who's to say how it would have panned out if if it was 162 even? That you can make the counter argument, they probably would have been in the playoffs with the 162 game season with that talent. You could, so, but then if you're if you're going down that road, you're splitting hairs too. With you know how had it look at the Nationals last year, any team could have turned it around the last 85, 90 games. You know. Well, I think the Nationals were down the water for other reasons because of Strasburg, and but I just I'm saying uh, the last year, last year Nationals. I'm saying look at them; they were fucking at complete 55 to one to make the playoffs when they turned it around yeah, no you know? I, I i get that but it's just for we we had what we had we had a short season i don't you know i don't think anyone even if it was 162 games would say the marlins would be in even after the six games marlins would be in and the astros wouldn't be in even though they're different leagues i just you got to give them credit as much as it sucks to, to, i guess you don't have to give them credits some people won't but they were down 3-0 and they almost came back and they lost, you know, four three. Um, it made for great baseball. Made yeah, for you well, know. Well, I didn't you know, see any umpires checking anyone for buzzers, so I'm not even convinced they weren't cheating. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> don't, you never, you never know. But um, but it's interesting. So you don't, you don't really, you don't. How do you feel about the Rays, Dave? Because obviously, and you, Tom, I guess too. They're division rivals. But uh, I mean, you know, I, the Rays are the Ra- You know, to me, like. The Rays are never going to be contenders every year, you know, as long as they're in that market, at least. It's just how they operate. So every, you know, five to ten years, they pop up with a with a really solid team, and, and they make a run, and that's fine by me, you know. it's I think it's good for baseball. Um, and the Rays were a team that people, I think people unanimously had them finishing definitely second, but close second, you know, behind the Yankees in the AL East. Uh, it, yeah, it, you I know. had them winning 97 games. Yeah, or if this was a regular season. Yeah, and you have the Yankees in the in the low hundreds, you know, like they've been the but last few I years. I mean, I know it's been kind of cyclical, but I I mean, the last three years the Rays have been the real deal. I believe. I think. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know. I, yeah, I agree. So but I, you know, uh, the chickens you don't are coming. Or. I don't consider them a threat. Like that's oh, that's nice. They got one. Like good for them. Like what? Who's? If we're talking about the grand scheme of thing, who's really a threat to the Yankees? Fucking no one. You know, no one's even close. But you know, in terms of perennial being able to keep a team competitive and and you know in the conversation every year. I mean, the Yankees have been legitimate World Series contenders. I'm not saying favorites, but they've been one of six or seven teams that could win the World Series for. Probably 25 of the last 30 years. And and when they weren't one of those six or seven teams, they were winning 87, 88 games. You know? 85 games. Yeah. So, I mean, while it's... I just didn't know... I don't know. Like, there's a lot of bad blood between the Rays and the Yankees, clearly. I just... I, I expected to see you a little more... I don't want to say upset, but a little more on the, on the Dodgers' side with being... I mean, I know they, they took care of the Astros for you. Yeah, I mean, I'll always love him for that. Um, but it, it's a little brother thing, you know. It's like a it, lion doesn't, you know, bother himself with the opinion of a but sheep. But they beat you guys. Yeah, I know. One year they beat us. That doesn't. Th- am I supposed to now they, think they of them your as ass all year though? Like, and they talk shit. 
I'm aware of that, and I'm not saying the Rays are my favorite team. I'm, I'm not saying, saying I'm, they're I like. I think that's a little disrespectful to call them the little brother when they beat eight out of ten. Uh, you know, the manager said we got a whole stable of guys throwing ninety-eight, and then it was a very close series, and they beat you. So I just figured there'd be a little more animosity than just oh, they're the little brother. I mean, I do mean, you think Lakers fans feel that way about Clippers? The Clippers kicked their ass for like five straight years. No one gave a fuck because it's the fucking Lakers. Like. Okay, great. Congratulations. You you won a few Western Conference well, they're, titles. They're you also, won. A, you know what? Who cares? You know, you know, like yeah, I, it pisses me off. Like I think I I, I hate certain people on that the Rays. No, I know, but there was this four to five year stretch. The the Clippers were a perennial title contender, and the Lakers were one of the five worst teams in the league. Title contenders. What do you mean? From like 2013, oh, the Lob City years? <laughs> like, what do you mean? The last like seven they never, years. They never even made a finals. Yeah, I'm not saying that, that That every single year they've disappointed. Every single season, the last six or seven years, the, the Clippers have underperformed what they were expected to do. They're expected to be a title contender this year. They lost in the second round. There's no one on earth that could say they weren't a title contender going into the season. And that's been the same. All the Chris Paul years, there's no one on earth that could say they're not one of the seven or eight teams that could win a title. Yeah, so, and to that point, I think people, they always knew the Clippers were a joke because of Doc Rivers and and their players, and they're just choke artists, and we knew they were a joke. The Rays continually overperform, though. They don't do what... People continually, every year, disrespect the Rays. Well, and, that's fair, but, I mean, at the, you know, they've made one World Series, and they lost handily to the Phillies. Listen to this. Last three years, 90 wins, 96, and then this year, 40, which in a full season would have been 100. So they've been legit three years in a row, and I know you're not saying that they're not legit. You're kind of, I feel like you're kind of alluding to that, you know, in a couple, two, three years, they may not be good, and I don't know if that'll be the case. Um, I mean, they're going to have to pay people eventually in the next two or three years, so there's no way they're retaining everyone. It's happened in same thing in 08. But, they were good yeah, for another I year or two, that, and it, and that's how it, that's how it works. That's that's the baseball if, they play in, in the smallest market in the league. Yeah, but they're the best at developing players out of everyone. Who's to say that they don't have just as good players? You know, I mean, who's like Joey Wendell, like Brandon Lau, like like these guys? Like I'm I'm Arazarena, Arazarena. I'm not here to I'm not here to say that that won't happen, but I think it's I'm saying the that the odds are against that happening. Um, and I'm no, not saying think, they can't turn around stay. and do it and, again. Like the in Penn, for example, they just, they just, they just literally they every every five seconds they pull out a new great pen guy. Whether it's via trade, they're also great at trades, obviously, with getting Glass now and and uh, yeah, for that bomb Archer, for Archer, yeah, Glass now and who's the other guy? Meadows. I mean, it's like 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 the relievers for something. That's something easy you can retain because they're cheap. Like none of these guys are big names and they're really good, but. Like what are they, what are they going to command? They're not going to command. And if they do, okay, we got we got a whole stable of guys. They have legit, they have legit like eight very good relievers. So yeah, they're going to lose some people, but I I, I can't say. And I'm not time. saying like you know, but to me like okay, they won 90, 90, 92, 100 would have been a hundred this year. And I'm not saying they go from a, being in the World Series to all of a sudden they're a 65 win team. But if they go to 81, 82, 84, 85 wins, like, they're not a World Series contender. They're still a solid team, but they're not a World Series contender. And that could be the yeah. difference between 10 wins. You take one or two, three of your best players off the t- off the table, that's 
that could be a difference in five to 10 wins in a year. And that right there, that's the difference between first and third place in a division. Especially yeah, just, if Boston I starts I, I view coming back. I view them as back. a perennial 91 team going forward. I, I just... Maybe they will be. All I'm saying is the odds are not in their favor. They are the smallest market in the league. Yes, they have player development, but even the best of organizations don't hit, what do they hit on, 25 30% of prospects in the best case scenario? I know that's all you need, but like, if you have a down year and you don't, you hit on 10% of prospects, you're fucked. All of a sudden, your 95-win team is an 82-win team, you know? Or, or one well, guy... How bad is their payroll? Is it like dead last? I, I'm not when I say they're the smallest market in the team or smallest market. They're not actually the smallest market. Like you know, they're the least valuable. They spend the least money. You know, overall, it might be the Royals. It's always them or the Royals. It might be the Royals this year, but you know, it's they're one of those teams. Them, the Pirates, yeah. um, the Marlins used to be, but they the Marlins are in a great market. If they're good, they'll, they'll get people to go. I know Miami sports fans are terrible, but like. Yeah, they no one. Miami's a top ten DMA in the country. No, you know, Tampa is not close, and neither is Pittsburgh or you know any of those other fucking cities. Kansas City, you know. So I wonder if winning would change anything because they've never won it. Maybe, maybe it would, but it didn't in '08, and they were pretty damn close. Um, I just I don't I don't see them changing their ways without leaving Tampa. I don't see them. They just. They leave Tampa. I agree. I've been saying it for you know, I can't even at least five years. They should leave Tampa. They're not. I they, mean, like they play in the they worst stadium in the market, in the league. If they had like you know, if if they had an owner that could afford, and I mean, obviously the owners don't really want to put the money into the market because they know it's not going to be reciprocated. That's the issue with fans and stuff. If they had a market like, they should move I to Charlotte. If, if they, yes, if, they should move to the Carolinas. Exactly, Charlotte. Like Either the Carolinas market, or Tennessee. If they had like a yeah, Charlotte market, or Nashville, they would be. They would literally. They could be a dynasty in baseball. Yeah. If they if they had two hundred fifty, hundred and fifty. Like if they doubled their payroll, like they would be sk- terrifying. But think about it, that's the that's the biggest gap in baseball. You go from the fucking Nationals in D.C. The next team down is the Braves. There's like four states of nothingness. Yeah. The Brave that's why the Braves are so popular because there's they own the entire Bible Belt. There's no mm-hmm. team Kentucky, Tennessee, West Virginia, the Carolinas, the next bo- one is you know, the Virginia. Next, I mean, other than Florida, the next one is 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 the uh, Kansas City teams and, and Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals, yeah. Louisiana, Arkansas. I mean, a lot of those teams are probably, you know, when you get over to Arkansas, you're probably flirting with Texas and a lot stuff. Of them don't but even give a shit about yeah. baseball. They're Mississippi, just, Alabama. I mean, the the Braves literally own like six or seven states, and big states um, too. Yeah, no, it's very true. But let's move on to some football. We had a nice little baseball discussion there. Let's uh, let's let's move on to football. Let's talk about Week Six a little bit. Um, so the Cowboys suck without Dak. Pretty apparent. Uh, Andy Dalton. Just not gonna get it done for him. I mean, he didn't have be... one. He really, he didn't do get it done. He didn't have a lot of help. But I no, mean... I mean, Zeke fumbling that doesn't help. But I mean, Gallup you were down thirty-eight. To, you were down thirty-eight to three. I mean, come on. I really, I mean, it's the nerdy. Come the, on. The thing is, the thing is, he had one interception that was an interception. Literally, did you guys see C.D. Lamb get tackled? He literally was tackled. Before the pick, I, yeah, that, 
I've never crazy. seen that. He was literally tackled, like wrapped up and tackled, and and they didn't call it. I mean, and then you had Zeke fumbled on back to back carries. So really, and then and then Michael Gallup dropped the easiest touchdown pass you'll get as a wide receiver. Literally just, literally just popped it off his finger. Should have been picked. Like, so he should have had one extra touchdown, one less pick. And he should have had two extra possessions because of Zeke. Not saying he played good and not saying he doesn't look like, I don't know if he'll be the answer. But I think Andy Dalton's better than that. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to even blame McCarthy. Like, McCarthy, like, what do you want me to do? Zeke is the best running back in the league, arguably, and he's just fumbling every time he touches it. Zeke, maybe you don't want wear these Under Armour, like, he, you see how he's wearing these uh, long sleeve things? Maybe they were, it was too silky smooth and yeah. it's popping out. Honestly, I, I think know. it could have been. Like, like you I, never see running backs wear that long sleeve underarm. I was high on the Cardinals last night, so that worked out. But I was also high on the over. And um, thanks to the Cowboys only scoring 10 points and only scoring three points until the last five minutes of the game, that wasn't happening. Um, you know, anything. They score two touchdowns. We're in business. Well, just this like, just in for people watching. The over doesn't always hit. That's that's. Are you sure? I yeah. Especially on on Monday nights. Monday nights. I I really is. I didn't bet it. I really thought the over was for sure going over. I mean that was as for sure an over as I thought. I don't know why I didn't even bet it. But yeah. you have two terrible defenses and two very good offenses. Um. You think, but. Yeah, I mean some other some other notable ones from the week. Obviously, had the Broncos uh, embarrassing the Patriots in Foxborough. Never, never great when that happens. Oh, so, uh, so are it like, can Patriot fans like calm down? And, like this isn't like a, you know, compete for the AFC title team. Oh yeah, no, there's no way. There, there's no way. Because I, I think, mean, I might, like, I might have jokingly said that at the beginning you, after you, they you. won, you. but you've been low on them. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, you know, like like one half against the Chiefs. It's like, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. You know, we can stop Mahomes. And it's like, you guys are. What's your record? Three and three. No, two and two and three. We have we've only played five games because two and three. Um, that we our bye week was last. Yeah, the week. Dolphins have a better record, so. Yeah, I think there's well, certain the Dolphins, fans that the need Dolphins to keep perspective. Don't get me started on the fucking Finns. Oh man. <laughs> We won't, we won't, we won't get going on them. They're irrelevant. But the Titans, Titans coming back. Mike Vrabel doing some Bill Belichick style, uh, taking the intentional uh, penalty to to stop mm-hmm. the clock at three minutes and let the Texans score. I mean that that's some that's some Belichick shit right there. That, that's what you get for playing in New England all those years. End up winning that game in overtime. A ton of points there. Um, the Falcons upset the Vikings. That was. Uh, that was an ugly game. They are they are hurting without Dalvin Cook. They they better hope that boy stays healthy the rest of the year because they are not going to get it done without him. Her cousins looks terrible. Yeah, did you see Thielen yelling at him on the sidelines? I mean, I think I'm pretty sure is this Kirk Cousins last year? No, he got extended. Yeah. For how he got long? Extended last year. I think right? two two years. So he's got two more years after this because this would have been his last year. Kirk Cousins always does this where he looks like he'd never seen a football before and then he turns it on. But the Vikings are in such a deep hole. What are they, one in five now? Or Yeah. yeah. Vikings no. season is, Viking season is yeah. pretty much over. Um, if you're the Vikings, you have to consider 
moving on from Zimmer, who is a good coach, but it's just, you know, time, it's like just old at this point. Uh, moving on from Kirk as soon as you can, because Kirk Cousins isn't a championship quarterback. He can have amazing stretches, and his lows are, he's kind of like a Carson Wentz. The highs are pretty good, um, pretty high, but the lows are terrible. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just brutal. So, um, yeah, they need to start over. Maybe just, uh, I mean, they, they have, but the worst thing is now they have Cook signed long-term. That's the f- worst thing is to have a big running back contract. So, <laughs> I, I, I didn't think that was smart of them either. Um, Other than this <laughs> last week, Madison's always been incredible. Mad- I mean, Mad- it wasn't even Madison's fault. It was just the game script. Um yeah, there was there, there was nothing. Then you have uh, Matt Ryan going out and having a day. So that was uh, that was good for Dave's fantasy team. We know that. Um, and then obviously the last one we need to talk about the trap that none of us saw coming. Tony saw Packers it. minus Packers. one. Tony, Tony, saw it. Tony saw sees it. every trap. Yeah, but Tony could be a perf- Tony should work for Vegas. He sees that he calls everything. Uh. The the three of us. Did not see it as we all took Packers minus I one. Know, less, I know. I I which should have been a sign for me not yeah. to touch it at all when all three of us agreed Tony on it. Tony said it's a trap. Known. Don't take it. And I'm like Rogers over Brady. I know exactly. Yeah, this over Brady. I said. I said. I'm getting so like emotional about this. I said if it's a trap, let me step right in it. Let me step right in it. And I stepped in it, and I just I stepped in it, and it was quicksand, and I almost died. Oh, I mean, yeah, thirty-eight to ten. That is that is bad. That Bucks defense <laughs> that, is scary. Ten nothing games over, yeah. right? Packers up ten nothing games, probably over. Like you have Aaron Rodgers, you're good. And then Brady hangs thirty-eight unanswered on you. Dude, I mean, the Bucks defense is one of two defenses in NFL history through six weeks to have twenty sacks and ten turnovers. The other two thousand eight Steelers won the Super Bowl. And you know when Brady has a top six defense, what he likes to do, and that's win Super Bowls. And I got to say, obviously the Patriots aren't winning the Super Bowl this year. I would love to see the Bucks do it. I, I would love to see Brady win seven. That would be – nothing would make me happier. It would be It uh, would be interesting. Yeah, uh, that would be I great. Don't think, I, I don't I – don't, I think it's possible. I just – I don't – I'd I like to see them – I'd like to see them win a game or two in the playoffs, but I don't need I don't need Tom Brady win another fucking Super Bowl. We need Bowl. to see we need to see more. They've been very inconsistent this year. Yeah, they've also had injuries, so I mean it's fair. But they've you know. got some good wins. I mean they obviously that Thursday night game, but it's a Thursday night game. Thir- weird shit happens on Thursday nights, and then you had the uh, Saints game at the beginning of the year where it's this brand new team trying to figure shit out. But other than that, I mean they beat the Panthers by fourteen, they beat the Broncos by eighteen. They beat the Chargers by seven. Broncos without a quarterback, though. Right, right. But they would have beat the Broncos either way. The Broncos aren't good. They should have probably lost the Chargers, too. And, and like, if the Chargers, you know. Yeah, Brady went off that week. That's right. But, I mean, they've got got a tough stretch coming up. They've got the Raiders who have been playing well. they got the Saints and Panthers again. Uh, Chiefs, Falcons. Falcons twice in the last three weeks of the season. Who knows if they start turning things around? That division, it's pretty close in that, that division. I mean, that that's definitely yeah. still very much up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think it's uh, yeah, the Bucks are four and two, Carolina and New Orleans three and two, and the Falcons one and five. 
But uh, thought Carolina was three and three. Think they uh, are. Three, yeah, three and three. You're right. Yeah. Um. So I mean that division very much up for grabs. But yeah. I uh, yeah. Let's uh let's get into this week. Let's get into the new week of the NFL. Um, I believe it's my turn to go first. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna kick things off. A team that needs a win. They lost their last two. We got a big spread this week against the NFL's worst team. I'm taking the Bills minus 13. I think Josh Allen's going to come out, bounce back from a couple rough weeks. Uh, The Bills will get this one done. They don't have to travel super far. They've got to go to the other side of the state. I think it'll be a, a nice bounce back week for them to get them back on track. I'm taking Bills minus 13. Um, another team. That needs a win that uh, had an embarrassing loss last night. Turn around on a short week, but uh, I think the team is frustrated and they're going to go out there and show it. I think the Cowboys are going to win. I'm taking them. It's a pick em right now uh, against Washington, which is, I mean, even even without Dak, that's that's disrespectful to put them as a pick em against Washington. Um, so I'm taking them. And then I'm going to take the Red Hot Steelers uh, minus one and a half right now. It was minus two when I looked earlier, but it's moved to one and a half, which I definitely like. I'm um, taking them against the Titans. Titans winners are two in a row, but uh, I think the Steelers are the better team. And they How many get the that Titans stuff. haven't lost yet? No. Well, that's right. The Titans are undefeated. Yeah. Uh, well, they had Titans that. Titans the best the- team in the NFL. No one talks about it. I know they yeah. had that. They had that bye week. That they had the bye week in a weird spot. That's why you forget that they're undefeated. But um, yeah, I mean they've they've been playing really well. But I think the Steelers are just a little bit better, and I think they'll win that game. Um, then we have the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons minus three against um the who the heck are they playing? They are playing Lions. Yeah, the Lions. Yep, I'm taking the Falcons minus three against the Lions. Uh. Good week, big win for Matt Ryan and the boys. Julio Jones is back, and uh, Matt Ryan had a great week. I expect to see the same thing next week against a not-so-great Lions defense. And I am going to take the over 56.5 in the Seahawks-Cardinals. Cardinals just hung up a bunch on the Cowboys, who are an awful defense. The Seahawks defense is not great. Their offense, however, is pretty great. Um, the Cardinals' defense also not too great. Chandler Jones, I'm pretty sure, will be out again next week. So losing arguably their best defensive player for um, another week. I take the over 56.5 in Seahawks-Cardinals. Nice. Well, I'm, uh, you know, we got a lot in common this week, Tommy. Um, <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Um, but no, I'm riding. I'm riding the comeback train across the board this week. I also have Bills minus thirteen because last time I checked, they're playing the New York Jets. No more needs to be said there. I'm also going riding with my boys that disappointed us last week. Stepping in the trap again. Packers minus four. Also going with your boys in New England. I think mm-hmm. Belichick gets them in line this week. San Francisco's been playing like shit lately. Uh, Belichick will zero in on Jimmy G, make them, you know, most are out and make them win it with the, with the run. I just, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like the, the Niners coming into Foxborough for this one. Patriots minus two and a half. 
And also going with Cowboys Pick'em. Another big spot against, you know, one of the three or four worst teams in the league. Uh, I know it's on the road, but, I mean, that was an embarrassing performance for the Packers, or the Cowboys. So they're going to come in ready to fucking play. Um, I also like the Chargers minus eight. Uh, it was a little bit bigger of a number. I almost put them in there, but um, look for Josh Kelly and Justin Jackson to have a big day against the um, Jaguars defense that gives up the most points, most fantasy points to uh, opposing running backs. So especially through the air, pass catching backs. Um, so a little fantasy tip for you there, guys. And then uh, I'm going over a very low number. Giants Eagles forty three and a half. I know the Giants had a, a lowly week against the uh, a not great team, but that that Washington front seven is is pretty solid, especially that D line. Um, and the Eagles are just way too banged up. Um, and at forty three and a half, what I need twenty two each, I'll take it. So Giants, Eagles over 43, Cowboys pick them, Patriots minus two and a half, Packers minus four, Bills minus 13. Love it. Sully, let's hear them. I got some new stuff for you guys. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised no one took this. Um, big comeback game for Cleveland, uh, minus three. Baker is very average and mediocre. There's the cycle. Baker beats up bad teams. Um, they say he's trash, that he's overrated. He, you know, no, no, I'm sorry. He beats up bad teams. He'll say he's good. Then he versus good teams. He sucks. Then he gets criticized. And then, you know, the circle. So now he's got the bad team. He, Baker versus the Bengals is money. Baker does not lose to the Bengals. Like his numbers versus the Bengals and then everyone else. It's, it's crazy. Minus three is a gift. Um, They're going to come back. The Browns are a good team. Don't overreact to one. Bad week against possibly the best team in the league in the Steelers. Browns minus three. Book it. Cowboys, I'm not touching. I don't have faith. Uh, don't have faith in in the Falcons either. Um, but I do like... I do like... Uh, where was it? Seahawks minus three and a half. Seahawks always play close games. You know it'll be close. Um, but I think they'll win by four to seven. Cardinals a little cocky after beating up a shitty D- uh, Dallas team. Um, Seahawks just, they win games. The only re- way they really lose this is if they win by three. Um, Seattle's going to win the game. I Most people would agree with that. Um, defense is a little suspect, but Russell Wilson will pull out a late touchdown, get you the, get you the cover late. Um, give, me, give me Seattle as my second one. Third one, what Dave said, Chargers minus eight. Chargers are like one and four, but that does their Chargers, are, I think, are a good team. And they've just lost games because of the kicker. They've lost games because of their Chargers. They lose these close games. Herbert's been fantastic. Justin Jackson, not Josh Kelly, has been good. Josh Kelly's been trash. Sorry, Dave. Um, I think he's the least efficient running back in the NFL yards per carry for people that have had ball carries. But um, Justin Jackson looks great. Uh, Keenan Allen should be back. Looks great. Herbert looks like, I mean, he looks like the best thing since sliced bread. Minus eight. Jags are a mess, especially defensively, like you said. Uh, running backs will eat, eat up that defense. That's three. Um, and then my fourth one. Disrespect for the Bears. The Bears are, f- what are they, five and one? Plus five and, a, five and a half against the Rams. People have been betting against the Bears all year. 
just because it just doesn't look good. It doesn't look nice. They don't score a lot of points, but their defense is really good. They score enough points every every week to win. Um, it's never pretty. Montgomery isn't efficient. Um, it's the Allen Robinson show with some flashes of Graham and Mooney and Miller and no real other playmakers. It's really not pretty. But their defense is like coming back to this, not elite status, but really, really top five defensive team. Um, so I think the Bears plus five and a half is way too many. Um, especially, I think they may win that outright, honestly, because the Rams are a little overrated and they just lost to a not so great Niners team and they look terrible doing it. Um, my over under for the week. Which I oh I think I got I've gotten wrong I think I may have gotten ever every over under wrong so you might as well just fade the pick. <laughs> I keep going back and forth. Um, it's it's you, ridiculous. You got one right. You got week two. You went oh you went under because one in five is good. Two and yeah, but other than that, yeah, you are you are not doing too hot on the totals. No, no, I'm not. Um, it's been mandated that I pick an over-under every week, and so I'm just following the rules uh, as I see them. Um, I'm going to go... This sucks, man. I suck at this. <laughs> this... Uh, I'll go under Bucks Raiders 53.5. Um, the Bucks defense is legit. I mean, I think this is one thing we're learning about this Bucks defense, like like Dave said, um, the turnovers, the sacks, they're they're killing it. Raiders defense isn't particularly great, but I think this will be a lower scoring game. I'm feeling like a 24-21 game, maybe lots of field goals for the Raiders, um, and then for the Bucks, I'm sure they'll score a few. But it's not like this Bucks offense has been great every week, and the Bucks offense wasn't great this past week. I mean. Pretty much 14 of those points were based on pick sixes. One was brought to the three, and then Rojo put it in. So points that the offense manufactured last week was really like 25, considering one was a pick six and one was brought to a two. So, I mean, Brady wasn't really that great last week either. He was he was okay. He was good good enough to win, obviously, but um, Rojo was great. But I think it'll be a lot of running, a lot of Rojo, a lot of, um, a lot of Jacobs. Lower scoring game. I feel I feel good. Yeah, I, I feel better about myself. I'll go under 53 and a half. I feel better. <laughs> All right. Well, just quick to update the standings. Last week, Sully and myself went three and two, and Jones one and four to close the gap. Yikes. And we have a new leader in the standings. Currently in first place is myself at 16 and 14. Jones in second at 15, 14, and one. And Sully in a very close third at fifteen and fifteen. We're all making you some money. Some money. <laughs> I mean, no one's it, losing it, you money. No one. Has no one's in a losing. No one money. has a losing record, which is shocking. If we, if you have taken our picks through week six, through thirty picks, everyone is at least five hundred. Yeah. So guess hey, what? Hey, that's why it's, it's a sixteen-game season. Exactly. I guarantee it. We're picking it up, guys. We're learning these teams a little bit more. Things are getting good. We're gonna have all have five and zero weeks this week, and those totals are gonna skyrocket. No one went against each other. No, we didn't, which I like. Uh, it gives me a lot of things to take on Sunday. Um, if <laughs> it, uh, that's gonna do it for the episode, Jesus. Uh, until next week, 
Go follow us on the socials at BleacherFan, at BleacherBanter. Rate and subscribe to the podcast. And go check out the store at BleacherFan.com. And we will see you next week.